0: Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one therapist business coach. So we have a very special episode and we are actually having a series of these episodes that follow with interviewing multiple and abundant mental health therapists. And so in today's podcast episode, I will be interviewing Lori Ford. She is the CEO of Lori Ford Counseling and Consulting, PLLC online therapy, private practice. Her mission is to provide guidance to women who are ready to acknowledge, nurture, and heal their inner child issues. Lori has dedicated over 10 years of experience helping individuals and families bridge the gap between healing and overcoming generational barriers. Lori is a proud generational Curse Breaker. Now, aside from being a mental health provider, she is also an author, and her expertise extends to helping individuals connect with their inner child to manifest healing. And she is also a proud alumni of our Dope Therapist Academy, and she is currently a student in our Elite Coach Mastermind. So let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. All right. So welcome everybody back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. I am your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one therapist coach, and we have yet another guest. And so I have been on a roll and we have been collaborating. When I say we, meaning the company, we have been collaborating with various therapists. And one of the things that I wanted to do is help you see what goes on behind closed doors in terms of the therapists that are in the adult therapist community. And so we have Lori here today and you heard a brief bio about her, but now I'm going to give her the opportunity to introduce herself. And so Lori, can you tell our watchers and our, our viewers and our listeners, um, what states, I guess states you're licensed in, I'm like, oh wait, we had a different time. What states you're licensed in and a little bit about your work. Hey
1: everybody, I am Lori Ford. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor serving women in the state of North Carolina only. I have my own mental health private practice, virtual only, here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I serve women and provide women Guidance who are ready to acknowledge, nurture, and heal their inner child issues.
0: Look, highlight ready. Okay, (laughs) we'll we'll come back to that. Um, So, one question that I like to ask when I have therapists on the podcast is how did you get into the mental health field? Like, what made you study psychology?
1: Loaded question. Okay, so I'm gonna go personal and professional. So, in my personal life, just through my own struggles of self-esteem growing up without my biological mother, biological father, I was raised by my grandparents. In that generation, they didn't really know about mental health services. And so I struggled with a lot of um, mental issues, a lot of low self-esteem, a lot of doubt, fear, and all of that growing up. And then as I got older, went to college, and I started learning more about psychology, learning more about myself, and I was exposed to other things when I went to college, I said, you know what, I want to be that counselor that I didn't have, because my family didn't know about it. Not that they didn't want to provide the services for me, but they had no idea that what counseling was. They knew that I needed something because I acted out as a child, angry, but they didn't know. And I said, you know what? I want to be that change agent that I always wanted growing up. And then professionally, um, a lot of people don't know this, but I was a school counselor first. That's what Ooh. I went to school <laughs> for first, school counseling. I worked for the Charlotte mecklenburg School System for a while. And I could always see something different in the kids that most people couldn't see. But in the school system, they don't allow you to give them um, counseling. It's more like a check-in, check-out. And I said, you know what? I want to serve bigger than I'm serving now. And so I decided to go back and get my license. And here I am.
0: Yes, nice. No, I love that. The journeys are always interesting when we talk to therapists. Because, I mean, we don't talk about this in school. We're not allowed. (laughs) So we only can talk about the clients and their journey. So now that you've given us a perspective of where you've come from, levels of motivation on a personal and a professional side, tell me who are you working with right now in your private practice? Like, describe your ideal client.
1: So right now, I'm only working with women from age 25 to 45. And like I said earlier, who's ready to acknowledge, nurture, and heal their inner child issues. So right now, I'm dealing with a lot of um, women with trauma Um, that makes them from daddy issues or mommy issues or just low self-esteem right now so my ideal client right now are the clients who are here that is saying you know what there's something going on inside of me I have some issues I have some fear I have some anxiety right now and I'm ready to work with you to get to the root and that's one big thing about my practice we get to the root of things because I cannot Um, counsel or help you through the 40-year-old you when you're still stuck at the 15-year-old you. So my ideal client is ready to acknowledge and work through the 15-year-old them first, and then we can come to the 40-year-old you because you can't be the best version of you if the 15-year-old is showing up at church. In your work meetings.
0: Right. So that, that's basically my
1: ideal
0: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So let, let's let's carry on from that question. And so let's just say if I were your ideal client, how would I, outside of your description, what can I expect You know, after I reach out to you and maybe schedule a consultation? What would that process look like from consultation to therapy?
1: Okay. So I created an acronym to make it easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> and and them because i know a lot of people don't really understand therapy they they really don't know so my acronym is called create and so the c stands for your consultation so you have a 15 minute consultation to make sure that we are a good fit and i always tell my potential clients you're interviewing me too to make sure i'm a good fit for you as well so the 15 minute consultation you have a form that you fill out just you know have you had therapy before what state do you live in what do you need services for how did you hear about me just a little bit so i will know the pinpoints there. Mm -hmm. And then the R stands for the um, reveal. So in the reveal, it's basically between one to four sessions is your intake session. You have um, about three or four documents that we're really digging deep into your background, your family history, why you're here, your symptoms, your frequency, the intensity, all of that. But it depends on how much you open up to me, how long the intake lasts. Now Mm -hmm. I tell my clients, it just won't be one the first time. You can't get it all in an hour. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's, basically the reveal and then we have the uh always gotta look at it Mm -hmm. then we have the e so the evaluate so we are evaluating you throughout your journey of the intake so there we can get to the treatment plan to say hey based on the evaluation based on the goals that you wanted to work through here this is how we're gonna evaluate you we're gonna do the treatment plan together and y'all the treatment plan is not like a whole 15 goals we can work on one goal and stick to that. And so I always make sure I include my clients in that. And to me, that's like evaluation over after the reveal. The next one is your action step. Now I tell my clients it's 10% me, 90% you. The 90% is you doing your homework. Uh, I'm not with you every day. And so during that action stage, we are working through, we're trying to decrease your symptoms. We are um, working through the rooted issues and I'm giving homework. And so in that we are looking at the stages of change to look at where you are right now and wh- where do you want to go? And then your T is your transformation. You will transform if you come to Lori Ford Counselor. That is a guarantee, okay? Or look, you get your money back. You will transform. You will not be the same from session one to session five, okay? You will not be the same. So i allow you to even celebrate yourself. Like in the transformation stage, we're about encouragement and celebrating yourself. Each thing, even if it's like, girl, I didn't even, Curse today. We're gonna to celebrate that. Okay, <laughs> whatever it is that's in that stage, and then the last one is evolve. So you are evolving into the best version of you from that goal that you set. So in that evolving stage, we're looking at decreasing your sessions, y'all. Decreasing. A lot of you don't want to talk about that. Decreasing means good. It's not a bad thing. Decreasing your sessions, and so I know that was kind of long, but I'm just trying to take you from no, A to B and in an acronym, y'all. So just remember yeah. the acronym is Create.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. It's like, I I was taking notes. And so um, one of the things that I wrote down that I wanted to highlight that you said, just to the listeners, because we do have two different groups that listen to the podcast or watch the videos. We have individuals that may just know me on a personal level or want to get to know me on a personal level. So they're Mm -hmm. they're just people, right? But then we also have therapists. And one of the things that you highlighted was geared toward the general public who may be seeking therapy Mm -hmm. is that you can, or therapists, we can only help them based on what information they are choosing to share. And so this is why some clients, you know, I think help destigmatize mental health again Mm -hmm. is because some people think we're psychic. You know, some people think that, you know, yeah, we can read your body language. We can assume or try to guess what you're thinking, but you still have to correct us. And so in order for somebody even to go through your acronym, they have to be willing to be vulnerable to open up because you need to hit all of those quote unquote pain points and clear out their Mm -hmm. baggage. So that's one thing that I wanted to highlight for some listeners. And then I I love how you talked about tapering down on your sessions is a good (laughs) thing. decreasing uh, sessions are a good thing. I'm thinking about your client though. And I'm wondering, this is, I think for all clients, but especially for those who've dealt with childhood trauma or missing a parent or a biological caregiver is that they already have that void, you know, quote unquote. And then what could get triggered, I'm sure is them associating it's kind of like transference but like they're associating Mm -hmm. you decreasing their sessions like oh you just don't want to pick me up this weekend Mm -hmm. you know because maybe Mm -hmm. that's what their parent did to them and our Mm -hmm. goal I'm sure yours is to help them see that this is a healthy goodbye
1: yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I love that you said that because one thing we do talk about is I shed a lot a lot on their support system Mm -hmm. so even before we even start decreasing and we look at support system as in people and other avenues that's not people so that attachment thing won't it won't be unhappy so, so they must they might say hey my friend or they we use this skill like journaling meditate they looking at that as you know what this is my toolbox these are the things i have and i can depend on my toolbox and confidence so when i do decrease i'm not attached to my therapist i am um not i don't want to use attached but i am using the skills that you gave me me. And I'm okay to walk away or decrease my sessions because I'm already strong in the tools that you've given me. And so I'm really strategic about in the beginning, establishing, okay, this we're not being, you know, it's not an attachment thing. We're going to use the tools in our toolbox. And that's why I said the encouragement is big for me because people who have a void, they need that kind of like a cheerleader to pump them up until they're able to soar.
0: Yeah, no, that that's, that's awesome. And it's also good, which is why I had Lori go through it. It's one of the things we I'm going to say teach in DTA, but I am going to give a lot of credit to all therapists who have their business because I do believe that all of us have your framework, your own theoretical orientation. But what stands in our way at times is us devaluing ourselves as a provider, not understanding the impact that we have, because let's be honest, in business, well, we're not taught business, but we're also not taught how to even follow up with the client when we're done to see like a, a customer survey, like mm-hmm. satisfaction. You have to get very creative. And so I'm going to sneak this question in here, y'all, because I, I I told her what questions I was going to ask, but I'm going to sneak this one in the air. It's similar to the questions that I we talked about, but yeah. So what I want to ask is if I went and interviewed ethically one of your clients that successfully completed treatment, briefly tell us like, what would they say about you? If we said, you know, what was therapy like with Lori? Just in general, okay. what would they okay. say?
1: And I'll tell you some, some truthful things yeah. that I've heard. Um, one, a lot of them will say, like, now that I've finished or uh, went through therapy with you, I have hope, uh, I have confidence. One person told me that I'm best friends with the Holy Spirit, and they knew that through my <laughs> sessions because a lot of this stuff was confirmation. One, uh, always say that they just feel relieved. I do brain spotting. And so a lot at the end, they'll say they just feel relieved. But another big thing I want to highlight is the transparency and that I do not have a codependent. Mm -hmm. I will not have a codependent. And that was one thing that stood out to me because I'm like, wow, that is a compliment. Like she's letting me become dependent on the skills that she's taught me and not dependent on her. And that's just brief a little bit. I do want to highlight one more that I find is so funny. It goes with the dependent thing. Um, one of my clients say, I know I'm going to ask you, I know you're going to put it back on me every time I ask you a question and because that breaks the stigma of us giving advice. And so one thing I will pat myself on the back on is encouraging you to know that you got this and you know, this is already in you. I'm just pulling it out of you. So those are just a few things that some of, um, you know, my feedback forms say like, hope confidence transparency spiritual holy spirit and that lord is going to pull it out of me and not make me dependent on her services
0: no those are good that you share because I think that as therapists, you're getting compliments all the time, but what do we talk about in our coaching calls? We're not paying attention because one, mm-hmm. we probably have a client in 15 minutes. Um, if yeah. the client brought it up at the end, we're trying to make sure mm-hmm. they know their homework assignment. They walk in giving you a compliment, like, mm-hmm. yo, it didn't even hit the fan this week. Like I thought it would. I mm-hmm. actually did good. And you were like, great. So now let's talk about, you know, right. And so, Therapists, if you're watching or listening to this, is also don't depend on a questionnaire because a lot of the feedback that you're getting is every single day when you meet with the client. The fact that they showed up should be feedback number one. You know what I'm saying? Like that's good. they can still talking, right? And so, so that's good. And the reason why I wanted to ask that question that way, because I like to ask therapists that I interview about their passion, but sometimes putting it in the perspective of if I were to go talk to your client. It shows us how passionate you are by Mm -hmm. what they've said about (laughs) you, right? I really hope that you're enjoying today's podcast episode. And yes, I am interrupting my own podcast to invite you to check out the Dope Therapist Academy, also known as DTA. We help therapists move from living check to check, not seeing their ideal clients in their practice, feeling overwhelmed as a result of running their practice by themselves and not seeing real profits in their business. All you have to do is head down to the show notes and click on the Dope Therapist Academy or visit us at www.drtk.com forward slash DTA. This program has helped numerous of therapists in over 30 states, and it can help you too. The DTA program is perfect for any therapist or clinician either starting or starting or revamping a private practice to experience exponential growth and earn 10K months or something better. So in just less than 60 days, our five-step profitable brand model will teach you the strategies to build your dream caseload for your ideal clients, create a profitable business blueprint so that you can have your dream schedule, gain clarity about your niche so that you can add streams of income beyond your wildest dreams, Develop a wealth mindset as a business owner, not just an entrepreneur, so that your private practice can generate true profits. Press the automation button in your back office so that your business can run effectively and efficiently while you live abundantly. And lastly, we'll help you delegate tasks to complete and accomplish the freedom lifestyle that you deserve. So regardless if you're a newbie, existing private practice business owner, or you have a private practice on the side part-time, you deserve to create a business and lifestyle full of abundance. So to learn more about the Dope Therapist Academy program, be sure to click the link in the show notes. And now let's tune back into our podcast episode. So let's start talking about business. I know that you started off at a job, then you went into your private practice. Can you share with any therapists that are listening what it was like for you to make the decision to leave your 9 to 5
1: Woo, y'all it I, it was scary at first and the pandemic hit so i always knew that i definitely was not going to work for an agency forever i just didn't know how or when i was going to leave boom pandemic hit and i'm in prayer like god show me give me clarification and i never forget this moment um i prayed and literally you know how you pray you finish your devotional, and then you like okay i'm back to my regular schedule i got on instagram and Dr. TK was on live, and I'm like, okay, God, I had been following Dr. TK for, like, a year or some change, but I wasn't really heavy on social media. When those of you who work for an agency, you're not on your social media platform during the day, because you've seen a million clients, mm-hmm. and so when she got on there, um, she was just talking to me just about, like, the Dope Therapist Academy, just her, and I could see her personality, and I was like, okay, God, like, you answered me pretty quick, like, okay, let me find out, and so, I got my questions in, I got to feel, I'm really big on people's spirit, and I'm like, okay, well, God, you know, the spirit has got to match, like, you know, show me, and so I prayed, and he's like, you know, you can, one thing he said to me was, you can't teach yourself how to be your five-year self, and I said, Up, come oh, through, like, gave me the chills. Yeah, He said, come. and I said it to everybody, now, I'm like, he said, you only can go further than you know, and so your five-year self, you have to make sure that you are Surrounding yourself and being in a program where somebody can teach you the level, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you to that level. But I've also ordained different people to help you get there. And I said, I'm um, so sign me up. So I signed up for DTA, y'all. And when I say it was the one of the best decisions I've made, I was able to leave my job three months before I actually started <laughs> planning because I had the structure. I also had the confidence. I struggled a lot with like mindset and fear and doubt. Um, which a lot of people who have been abandoned do, they struggle, they, you know, people look at me, she's so confident, but I'm confident only to a certain level. And so being in the Adult Therapist Academy and helped me with my confidence and she gave me all the tools I need. I'm like, okay, give me the tools in a toolbox. I'm going to use them. And then I was like, oh, I got what I need. Bye-bye. But my I never forget, I was on my anniversary trip and I put my two weeks notice in the, that Monday I got back. Like, see you yeah. later. Have a good day. Love y'all. Y'all did, you know, everything was great. But now I'm going to open my private practice. But I couldn't have done it without all the tools of the DTA, the structure, the the encouragement, the community. Let's talk about community. Yeah, but talk the about community. community.
0: Like up community.
1: Woo! The community, y'all. Oh my god. So I'm not gonna say anything bad about the Facebook groups that I'm in, as far as the groups. But it's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not the same community. And everybody in DTA was, first of all mindset driven and very open. I wasn't used to being around a lot of women who were open to sharing their mistakes and their growth. And I'm like, okay, you share with me. Like, okay, what you want from me? (laughs) I'm like, okay. But it wasn't like that. And we built relationships. And guess what? It was people that was in the game for 10 years, five years. And I'm like, okay, God, this is what it feels like to be surrounded about around so many wealth of knowledge. But then they became my friends, y'all. Like Mm -hmm. we started to connect. And they became my friends. And I'm um, a year out of the game with DTA. We're still friends. We still collaborate. We're still, you know, business partners. And I think that's what got me through during the pandemic because nobody's going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to work? And so DTA, y'all, I promise that that was just a 25,000 wins. And that was in a short.
0: <laughs> Wait, no, it's interesting that you say that because I know in our coaching call from this past week in the Mastermind program, we talked about... How important community is like when you are creating, because we're going to talk about scaling in a moment, but how important community is because some people literally join programs just because they're in lack of a community. And then some people join it for the structure, which is great. Mm -hmm. They join it for the coaching, but then they didn't expect the community because of what we're exposed to, unfortunately, from time to time in some groups or other coaching programs. Mm -hmm. And so it feels different. And then our program is very niched where- I don't know where you can find, well, I know a few, but I mean, there's literally less than five uh, Mm -hmm. on programs that cater only to therapists because some programs cater to service providers, but then you meet other people. And so I know that your business did not stop with BTA. And so can you (laughs) share with us some of the things that you have going on, whether it's out yet, it's coming out, like tell them what you got going on beyond private practice. Cause we all for not just growth, but scaling your practice to get your time.
1: So one thing is multiple streams of income y'all. So, and it was not hard because I took everything that I was passionate about my business and just created different products, learning through DTA. And then I scaled up and joined the lead coaching program, which you're basically focused more on your business, your private practice, your products. And so I do have a couple books that I have. My first oh, book show was, us
0: if you're watching on the video. Show us, show us. Okay, so
1: my first book was before DTA, but it was You Are Enough, How to Heal From Your Couch. And it's basically breaking the stigma of mental health. The Lord showed me that, okay, in our community, African-American community, they don't want to come to a therapist. So he said, Bring bring the therapist to them on their couch in the form of a book. So definitely different worksheets that you can work through on a couch. Then during the pandemic, during the DTA program. I published a affirmation workbook. Um it has scriptures and affirmations in it. And during the pandemic, people struggled a lot with mindset. They struggled getting out of bed, they struggled just with affirming themselves. Your routine was off. And so this was something where you can affirm yourself daily right out. And then the third book I published again during the pandemic, it's called Follow Wait, the- did y'all hear, did
0: y'all hear her she said I- and, then, and then the third book like it's nothing. <laughs> and
1: the, third, the book. third book, okay? Y'all Telling y'all, when you when you have a wealth of knowledge and your mindset changes, you can do anything. You Mm -hmm. can do anything. And so, the fatherless heart is basically my personal story about not knowing my biological father and not having a great relationship with my grandfather. But the difference is, it's a form of a workbook. So I'm Mm -hmm. sharing my story, but I'm also helping you work through your um, fatherless issues. And so, this I've used all three with my clients, and it has worked. Mm So for therapists, look, use it with your clients. I also have a class called Mm -hmm. Creating. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) are you going to
0: see it? Because I will.
1: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I have a class. And look, God showed me the class. He's like, Lord, you've been doing this. I'm showing you like, one thing that motivated me about teaching this class is when I first started writing, I just felt like it was impossible. Like, how am I... And it's not. And so I wanted to be able to show other therapists and anybody who wanted to create a book or workbook that it is possible, but you have to have some foundations put in place. So it's called creating a workbook and masterclass um, or journal, workbook or journal masterclass. So I teach it once a quarter. So this one is already passed, but I'm teaching another one in July. So just stay tuned for details for that one. But I teach it once a quarter and I've had over thirty students, and I've had four people already to publish their book. And then a lot of them are still working on their book. I've mm-hmm. had a lot of good feedback, even to the fact where they're telling me to. Um, the only the only thing they want me to do now is to charge more. So that was great. Like the those on the video and, saw my face. <laughs> all right, What's to charge more. So I'm like, okay, guys. So each I will say each class I am going up, and I do do one on ones, and that's different. Um. But yeah, a lot of my students in the class—they just love it. They love how I teach the foundation, and it's like, okay, you can write a book all you want to, but when you send it to your publisher or editor and they want to change it, do you even know your why? Do you even know your foundation? Because if you don't, they're gonna change it. Okay, I have all the materials, but I'm not organized. We're gonna talk about how to organize your thoughts, organize your day according to your schedule. And so with this class, I don't know a lot of people teaching that. They're just saying, hey, take the book, write it. I don't. Know a lot of people who's teaching you how to have the foundation, sustain it, and then teaching you other marketing strategies to pre launch your book, mm-hmm. launch your book, and then what to do after your book launch. Right. I don't know a lot of people who's teaching all of that in, in one class. So those right. are some of them. <laughs> in, in one class, like, <laughs> and at a reasonable price where mm-hmm. you can just get it done and keep it moving. And then I don't know a lot of people who's teaching in a group setting where mm-hmm. the ideas, you're bouncing ideas off each other. So mm-hmm. I know I have a lot of services. I also have t-shirts, mm-hmm. affirmation t-shirts. I am a generational curse breaker. Yeah, I have a- So right let, I'm a,
0: I am want to highlight it for therapists because one of the things okay. that if they're following along, I'm going to bring it all together. And I like to do a, like the stool assignment. I did it on Instagram or on our Facebook mm-hmm. group like two weeks ago. So Lori says something a minute ago, and it's really important that therapists hear this. The goal of building streams of income in your business is not to go and create seven different businesses. You're not supposed to create seven LLCs. Mm -hmm. What you should do, and this is just a recommendation based off of what has worked with my clients and they've seen it Mm -hmm. work, is that they utilize their expertise. But first, you need to figure out what your expertise is and have value it you know, and then and that is technically the top of your stool. So, so once you figure out, okay, I'm really good at working with mm-hmm. this population and providing therapy services, then I'm going to build a leg under my stool for yes. my books. But then under that one leg, you got a second layer, which is, oh wait, now that I've written my books, other people want to learn how to write a book. So now you got a two tier stool. Then on yes. another leg, you're like, oh, but these people need to affirm themselves. So then I have my physical product store with my t-shirts and my mugs, that's one leg. And we can go on and on,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: that to me, and that's how I built my business is everything mm-hmm. still goes under one umbrella of your company, but you're also in alignment with your purpose, your passion, because you're staying, you know, in a narrow area versus mm-hmm. just trying to do what everybody else does. Cause mm-hmm. that's not going to work for your business. So I didn't want to Capture that because some people just look at streams of income as streams of income, Mm -mm. and we are very strategic at least in DTA. Because DTA, how I (laughs) describe it, is like your undergrad, you know, students come in and they're like, Oh, I want to scale my business. I said, I hope it's a solo private practice. Because if it's not, I'm very clear this program is not for you. If you want to add streams of income, you need to go and apply once a year for the mastermind, and even that, we've had people who applied. And I found out they didn't have a foundation for their private practice and their private practice was funding their services. So I'm like, this is not even consistent. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to teach you all these things about scaling your business and building a team. If you have a faulty foundation similar to a relationship, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to get married (laughs) on a faulty situation. Mm -hmm. And so I just... That because I know a lot of therapists are going to see and or hear this episode and you know we pick and choose what we want to take and sometimes mindset wise we only look at stuff that's going to get us money not get us impact mm,
1: that's so, so good
0: you know no so- that's
1: good that's because you can't live off your pro- I mean seriously and it does prevent burnout y'all when you're sticking to your passion and your niche this was like like Dr. to see, it's three books but it it wasn't a uh obligation for me. This was a passion and I'm still helping this. Do you know how many books I have donated to my clients because they're suffering with some of these and I'm just, oh, here you go. Here you go. I didn't have to go say, go to Amazon, go to books a million. Okay. Lori Ford counseling got something for you.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. And then that's providing you with authority (laughs) that is branding you because for those of you who don't know, if you've written a book or if you have an online course, that becomes your business card you know, and now we have eBooks there. The, the world is uh, endless of possibilities. Okay. Yeah. Like We can have a lot of things. And so I know you mentioned your masterclass. Um, how can people, let's just say if they want to sign up for the third quarter masterclass, do they just go to your website and they get on a list? Like, how do they find out about that?
1: So, yes, they can. it's open now. You can go on my website at www.l4counseling.com. You can click the button shop. And then it's the first thing that comes up and it says creating a workbook or um, journal masterclass and you can sign up. Now, I will tell you, I only take about 10 to 12 spots because I want it to be a little more intimate because this is your baby, this is your product and I don't need 25 people, that's too much. I won't be able to to have an intimate setting. So I will say, if you're listening to this and you're interested, go ahead and sign up because I will shut it down fast. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Last quarter, mm, it was, I did it in May. I only had three spots left the third week in April mm-hmm. oh, wow. and we still had two more weeks left uh-huh. in May to promote. And so, yes, I'll say if you're interested, go to wwwl counselingcom You can also go to my Instagram underscore mrs.4counseling and I do some lives and I show some testimonials there if you want to see more there and yeah, go ahead and sign up.
0: And your books are in the store as well?
1: Yes, so my books in the store, all of my products, my books, my shirts, and seasonal shirts such as crop tops that say I am enough and generational curse breaker. They're only seasonal. So we're in a great season of crop top season. Yes. Um, so yes, if you want to be a cute crop top therapist generational curse breaker, I am enough shirt, then you can get that for this season,
0: okay? (laughs) Nice. So this is what we're gonna do for our listeners and viewers. We're going to put all of these links in the bio, because we don't want anybody to miss out on the information because they missed the letter. Okay. So we're going to make sure to take care of everybody, reach out to her, go on her Instagram. One of the things that I love saying, at least on the audio podcast is that, you know, I can't see you. She can't see you, but we would (laughs) love to know that you heard this podcast episode. So when it goes live, snapshot it and tag us or tag me and I'll tag her, but let us know what was your biggest takeaway, because that's really important because we want to know other areas that therapists want to learn about, because Mm -hmm. I will bring on my community so that you don't just have to hear from me. And then also, if you are just an individual and you want Mm -hmm. to hear more about how different therapists do different things, then make sure Mm -hmm. that you stay tuned. Um, Now, one thing I would do want to say in closing, just always as a disclaimer, because we are therapists, is that if you are looking for a therapist, make sure that your therapist is licensed in the state that you reside. And if you are a college student, residing is not where your parents live. It's where you live. So if you are in a college, let's just say at Howard University or something, you know, all the way on the East Coast, and then your parents live in California in Los Angeles, you can't find a California therapist unless you are here for the whole summer and you only want to do therapy for like six to eight weeks, short term. Okay, But if it's trauma... I don't advise that. And so make sure that you, and I'm saying this because you're going to see a lot of therapists that start showing up on my platform. And you may like Miss Lori, but Miss Lori is not licensed in your state. Now, that does not mean this is why they create digital products, y'all. This does not mean that you cannot go to her store and get her book. so you can like see me and then go buy her book, you know, like things like that, that. right? All right. So that's all we have. Do you want to say anything else to our listeners, whether it's like therapists or people seeking therapy?
1: Uh, I would just say if you are seeking therapy now is the time y'all and nothing is too big or too small for therapy. I know i talked about trauma, but it doesn't have to be trauma. It could be a goal. It could be anxiety. It could be something as small as you know, I want to have a baby, whatever it is, y'all, it's you can go to therapy for that. And I want to say that um, just like we meal prep, we need to mind prep. And mind prepping goes with therapy, y'all. So that's all I want to give you. I enjoyed you guys. I'm, again, I'm Lori Ford, and I hope you have an amazing week.
0: Yeah, so thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Stay tuned for more epic information regarding branding your mental health business to then brand your lifestyle. And I will see all of you in the next episode. Bye.